precious family. They've been they've been wonderful folks, and uh, really got to know him. I don't know what last three four years, 2017, I think, what we talked about last night when we really started uh, building a, a close friendship. And I'm I'm thankful for good men that you can have friends with. I believe that every one of us need to find somebody that that stands solid in in the church, Amen. stands solid for Jesus. Amen, and befriend them, because you know, iron sharpens iron, and uh, they can reach down and say, hey, what are you doing sometimes, and you can do the same thing, and uh, we need good friends, we need good fellowship like that, amen, and so that's another reason why we need each other in the church, amen, we, we don't just call this the church, we call, we call each other family around here for a reason, and uh, I, I appreciate each and every one of you. Now, we got many out this morning that uh, some, I assume they're sick, or maybe they didn't get the memo I sent last night. I don't know. Um, but I know that uh, many, many are sick today, and so keep them in your prayers this week as that, that nasty bug has been going around for a couple of weeks around here for some reason. And, uh, you know, I am, not, I am not ashamed to say that know, sometimes the devil likes to stir things up and get us so focused on other things in life, get us distracted. That's exactly right. Talked about this a little bit last weekend. But you know, it's all right to be distracted as long as you can go find a place to pray and let God bring you back in line. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I, I, I love the presence of the Lord. Amen. I, I, I woke up this morning, spent some time praying there in the living room and just spent time thanking God for what all he's done. Yeah, I, you know, many of us probably this morning, I don't know, I am this morning. I'm pretty tired in my body. You're probably pretty tired. If, you know, some of us may have had a long week. I don't know what your weeks look like. But I can promise you this. I, I, I came across something this morning, and and what the guy had, had in there, he had mentioned, you know, we're, we're not upholding the Sabbath. And I'm going to get out of the way because I want the preacher to preach. But I want you to understand, the Holy Ghost is our Sabbath. We don't, we don't come on Saturdays. Uh, many have debated whether we should have church on Saturdays. But it's not, we're, we're not abiding by that Sabbath. Jesus is our Sabbath. He died on the cross. And in fact, I believe it was Isaiah said, this is the rest wherewith I will cause the weary to rest. Amen. The Holy Ghost. His spirit living on the inside of us is the rest. And so let me tell you something. I don't care how little sleep that I get. I don't care how exhausted my body may be. Every time that I think I can't do it, I go back to the Lord in prayer. And I ask him, Lord, I need you to help Fill me with the Holy Ghost afresh and new. Why? Because he is the rest that I need. He is my everything. Amen. To me, he's become everything. He is my all in all. Amen. There's another song that simply says, it's all in him. It's all in him. I know it's talking about the Godhead, but everything else is in him too. <laughs> my hope, my help, my strength. My rest, everything that I could possibly need, I find it in Jesus. 
Praise God. He's a good God. Can we lift our hands and love the Lord this morning? Lord, I love you this morning. I thank you, God, that you are my everything, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for providing. I thank you, Lord, for answering prayer. God, you are so, so good to us. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for it today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Again, Brother Short, thank you so much for taking time out of y'all's schedule to be with us this weekend. Come help us break down walls. And, and uh, he broke down some physical walls yesterday. Let's see if we can break down some spiritual walls today. Amen. Praise God. I've come today to get, leave this place with the victory. Amen. You know victory comes through his word. And I want, I want the man of God to come, Brother Short. I want you to obey God. There are no fetters here today. Amen. I want you to obey the leading of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Pastor Hilton. God bless each and every one of you. You can be seated for a moment. Amen. What a privilege it is to be in the house of the Lord on a Sunday morning. Amen. I don't want to take the opportunities that, that we have been afforded for granted. And uh, I'm thankful to be a part of God's kingdom. And I wanted to come just to, I heard he was making some room for the fellowship hall and and uh, had some things to tear up, and I'm good at doing that. And so I said, can I come and tear some things up? And I told a man in our church what I was doing. He said, well, tell me when. I want to come. But then Brother Hilton asked me to stay over and um, and preach this, this service, and he's not it's more... I was happy to do that, but it, it cut out some of my help, you know. So we could have had more help if you didn't have me preach, but amen. My family pitched in, and I, I love my, my wife and kiddos and, and have thoroughly enjoyed getting to fellowship with the Hiltons. And I uh, want to say how much I, I appreciate um, their kids. Y'all have been so kind to my kids. And not just today, but throughout the years, um, I have we've noticed that you've just been kind to them, and I appreciate that. And um, I want you to know I'm no stranger to this environment. I'm, I am. Uh, we are planting a, a church there in the city of Owasso, Oklahoma, and um, almost four years into it, God is moving. God is doing a great work there. And, uh, in fact, we'll be leaving and, and heading to, to service there this evening. And so um, I want to, uh, we're, we're at a little bit of a disadvantage than y'all because right now we've been able to use the Owasso Community Center um, to hold service, and it's been great. It's been free, and that's amazing. And um, they, have, they have allowed us to be, a, be in that building. The problem is, is we can only have one service uh, a week, and uh, that is that is not okay, and um, because, well, how would it be if you only ate once a week? It's pre- that'd be pretty rough, wouldn't it? My kids like to eat more than once a day. I mean, we, and that, that just seems silly. To, can't believe they want to eat more than once a day. Well, well, it's kind of it's tough on people to only eat from the word of the Lord once a week. And so uh, we're looking for a building. And um, if you think about us, would you pray for us that God would open doors and give us a building? 
uh, where we can meet more than once a week because God's people need to be fed. And um, there's powerful things that happen. The more we get together in God's presence, the more we, we gather together in like mind and, and come with one purpose. Hey, I've seen some crazy stuff God can do. Amen. And, and at the top of the list, God can save somebody. Amen. We, oh, we like the miracles. And if you're sick in your body, you can leave healed before we get done today. We love the miracles, but the miracle of salvation is much more important to our soul than whether or not God touches an ailment in my body. Amen. I can testify. He's healed me. He's healed me of Lyme's disease. He's, he's healed me of seasonal allergies. He's, uh, my wife was, was told, we were told to abort that little boy right there on the front row because she had a 2% chance of living, and instead God touched her, and now he's sitting right there five years old. I believe in the miracles, but I'm telling you the best day was when God filled me with the Holy Ghost. The best day was when I repented of my sins and something bigger than my problems came inside. Amen. And I am thankful for the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we are grateful, thankful for this opportunity. Thank you, Pastor Hilton. And it is not a normal day because you're not preaching. And, uh, and so, amen, you need to come back and hear Pastor Hilton preach. And not this oaky. But this is my lot today. I do feel something in my heart today and pray that it'll be a blessing to you. And if you would, if you have your Bible, turn with me to Matthew chapter 16. Very familiar scripture for some. And uh, we're going we're gonna to go to a few scriptures here. Matthew chapter number 16, verse 15. Matthew 16 and 15, Jesus saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Would you say my church? Jesus was saying upon this revelation of who I am, I'm going to build my church. Amen. Not a church, but my church. Amen. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. If you would turn with me to John chapter 3. John chapter 3 and verse 5. John 3 and 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. One more scripture. Well, maybe two more, and then you can be seated. Hallelujah. Acts 1 and 8. Acts 1 and 8. 
Some of the final words that Jesus would say to his disciples. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem. And in all Judea and in Samaria. And unto the uttermost part of the earth. He said you are going to receive power. Power. One more scripture, next chapter, chapter 2, verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission, the removal, the eradication of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. The Lord said, I'm going to build my church upon the revelation of who I am. And he said, he said, except you be born again of the water and of the spirit, you're not going to be a part of this kingdom. Amen. He said, you're going to receive power in Acts 1 and 8 when you get the Holy Ghost. And Peter said, this is how you get it. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall receive that power, that Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm anybody anybody ever told your kids trying trying to leave somewhere and you're trying to get them in the vehicle and you and 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 you tell them you know it's easy when they're a baby we've got Carlos here and you just put them where you want them to go and you've you've got a little one back there ma'am and and you just tell him you know you put them in the car seat but when they get this age it seems like we're herding cats trying to get them to go somewhere and we tell them, just get in and let's go. Anybody said that before? Am I the only mean daddy, the only mean parent here? Just get in and let's go. And that's what I want to preach today. Just get in and let's go. God's got something on his mind for his church. Hey Amen. Would you help me pray right now that God would move into this service? We don't want just a casual encounter, but God, we want a divine touch from heaven. I pray that you would help us. Come on, lift your voice. I need you to help me pray right now. I pray, Lord, for your favor to be upon this service. I pray, God, that you would give us the right words to speak, that you would put your thoughts in my mind. Oh, God, that I would speak your word. Oh, yes, come on, ask the Lord to open your ears that you can hear his word today. Your heart would receive it. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. You can be seated. You know, I, I don't know about here. This is my first time in this area. But where I'm from, there's a, there's a church on every corner, it seems like. And uh, different, different ideas on... On every side, and and uh, I don't like to focus on on different thoughts. I want to focus on the Word of God, and uh, the Word of God makes it pretty clear that the church is not an organization or not a different denomination. It's not many flavors, but there is there is a church that God is building. Amen. We 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 begin to think. Oh, I'm going. We we use a term. I'm going to go to church. Uh, because we think this building is the church, and, and I, I, we use that interchangeably, and I understand what we're saying. 
But Jesus said, if you're going to be a part of this kingdom, you're going to be born again of the water and the spirit. And you're going to be the hands and feet of the Lord. And the, the church is going to be the body of Christ. And so we, we, we come to church. We come to a place where we meet. But when you're full of the Holy Ghost, when you've repented of your sin, and you've been baptized in the waters of baptism in Jesus' name, you have become a part of the church. You have become a part of the body of Christ. You, you, you are the hands and the feet of Jesus. He said, greater works than these will you do. He, he, told, his, he told his disciples, he said, you're going to do more than what I've done. How is that possible? I don't know. This is me. But, but Jesus, as God in flesh, could only be at one place at a time. Amen. As the man Christ Jesus, he was limited on where he was at a given time. He, he had to travel over here to talk to the woman at Samaria. He had to go over here and let the blind man find him. He had to, he had to move to different places. But when he gave his spirit as a gift to humanity, humanity, the church became the body of Christ. And so now he, we are the hands and feet. You, you go to work, you can reach somebody that I can't reach in Oklahoma. Amen. Jesus, if he was here, he couldn't be in Oklahoma and over there. But as God in us, we are the hands and the feet of God. We are the body of Christ. We are, we are the physical representation of the invisible God. Amen. Now that's a responsibility right there. Amen. But the church, the church, it's not this building. We've got to get away from this concept of this is the church. We, this is a building. And, I, and again, we, I know what we're saying. But you've got to understand that when you have the Holy Ghost, you are the church. You, you, you can't come to church and worship and then go home and forget about God for the week. No, the church never forgets about their God. Amen. We, we, we are God's representation here on earth. We are made up of people, but not just any kind of people. The word church means we are the called out ones. We can't look like the world. We can't act like the world. We can't talk like the world because we are a resident of some other world up in heaven. Amen. There's coming a day when the Lord's going to come back for a bride who hath made herself ready. I'm telling you, when I got married, my, I, I don't know what I would have done if my wife didn't show up on time and if she wasn't prepared and if, you know. But no, we, when, when, it's, when it's time for the Lord to come back for his bride, we have got to present ourselves a living sacrifice ready for God's return. And so we're made up, the church is made up of the called out ones and the church is built on the revelation that there is one God and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. We got to get this revelation. He's not three in one. He's not. No, he is the great almighty God revealed in flesh and he has become our salvation. First Timothy three and 16. I want to give you some word today for a little foundation. First Timothy three sixteen. without controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. He revealed Himself in human form. God did it. Not the second person. God did it. Amen. And so God was manifest in the flesh. He was justified in the Spirit. He was seen of angels. He was preached, on, uh, preached unto the Gentiles. God in flesh was believed on in the world and received up into glory and Colossians 1:15 says 
who is the image of the invisible God. Amen. The, the, the image, the form of the invisible God. Not, not a second person, but God Himself. The church is built on who He is. Amen. And if we don't understand a biblical concept of who Jesus is, then we can't claim that we're part of the church. Woo, hallelujah. Amen. we got to have truth even when it hurts. Amen. Hebrews 1 and 3, who being the brightness of His glory and the express image of His person, and upholding all things by the word of His power, when He had by Himself purged our sins. God did it in the person of Jesus Christ. When He had purged our sins, set down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not separate persons in a triune Godhead, but they are three redemptive manifestations and revelations of God to humanity. It's really simple. I've been made in the likeness and image of God. Amen. Let's just make it plain for just a minute, and then we'll move on. This this is the foundation of the church. I've been made in the likeness and image of God. And I am a father to three of those kids right there on that front row. But I'm not her father, sit, or, and the fourth one right back there beside her. But I'm not that beautiful woman's father right there on the second row in the middle. That's not my relationship with her. You understand? I, I, am, I am her husband, and I'm her best friend, and she is mine. Those, that's our relationship. I'm not a father nor a husband to this man right here, but I am a friend. That's my, that's my relationship with that man. Amen. And so I am made in the likeness and image of God. I am, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And God is not three persons, but one person. And so when you read this father-son terminology, we're not talking about separate persons. We're talking about God's, God's relationship with humanity. He, he has been a father to the fatherless. He's the father of us all in creation. He is the redeemer of us all as the son, as the flesh. So when we read father, we, we understand we're talking about God. When we read son, we understand we're talking about the man, Christ Jesus. And so there's no confusion here. They showcase God's redemptive revelation, our relationship with humanity. This is the church. It is the body of Christ. Amen. We are the body of Christ. And it is God. I'm going to try to get to where I'm going. But it is God that is supposed to move the body. It was God in Christ. It was God that said, I want you to, I want, we're going to move over here and find somebody that needs me over here. I'm going to go pray for Lazarus. He's sick, and we're going to raise him from the dead. It was God that, that Jesus said, I do always the will of the, the one who sent me. Amen. It was the Spirit of God moving the man Christ Jesus everywhere he went. And if we're going to be the church, we're going to have to be moved by the Spirit of God. Amen. 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 The church is not just a group. It's not just a group of people professing to be Christians. In my, in my area where we live, it's, a, it's something people do out of obligation. Don't come to church out of obligation. Be the church because of revelation. Amen. Live it everywhere you go. Every time those doors are open, I'm going to gather with the people of God. I'm going, this, this is more, it is a group, but it's more than a group. It's when God's people come together. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. So in order to be a part of this church, it's more than just knowing who Jesus is, but you got to be born again. I know this is old hat for many of you, but I'm going somewhere here today, and we got to remember what the church is. Peter said, you want to be, be right, you got to repent of your sin. you got to be baptized in Jesus' name. And, and don't just stop there. It's not just about a good feeling. And, and, uh, but you got to be filled with what's going to move you. Are you easily moved by God? If not, what does that tell you? Are you doing the will of Him that has saved you? Are you being moved by the Spirit of God? Hey, I want, to, I want to be easily moved by God's power. Amen. Then they that gladly, in Acts 2 and 41, they that gladly received His word were baptized. The same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And verse 47, they praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And they had all things common. And they gathered together. And fellowship was normal. And getting together when the church doors was open was the norm. And that it was the church. It was the body of Christ. And, and uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and 13, For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jew or Gentile, whether we be bond or free, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter your past, doesn't matter where you came from, it doesn't matter. If you're baptized in Jesus' name, you are baptized into one body. You, you have the same inheritance as the neighbor sitting beside you. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you have, you have the Spirit of the Lord that's going to capture you out of this world one day and take you to heaven. God, I want you to know this today. If we are the church, we got to have a revelation of what kind of God we serve in. God is a God of action. God is not passive. God is not, he's not lazy. He is not, he's not weary in well-doing. He con- he's consistently moving. He was, at the very beginning, he was moving upon the face of the deep, the face of the waters. It was empty. It was hopeless. And if you're here today and your situation is hopeless and you're scratching your head trying to figure out where's the next turn in the road and what's the next catastrophe coming down my way and, and you can't see which way is up from down, I'm telling you, what you need is a spirit of God to move upon the face of your problem. Hey, that's the kind of God we serve. And that's the kind of church we're going to be. If we're going to be God's church, we're going to move with God. We're going we're to be easily moved by the presence of God. We don't, we don't need to be coached and cheerleading and hyped up. No, we just need to raise our hands and let the Spirit of the Lord, let the angels move into this place. Let God work the way He wants to. God is a God of action. He said the gates of hell shall not prevail. Death is not going to stop the church. Amen. The church will be victorious. Amen. I'm not just talking about this building. I'm not just talking about this group. You've got to understand you're part of something bigger than just right here. Feel the Holy Ghost right now. Hey, the work I'm doing in Owasso for the kingdom of God, it's not just about that work. It's about the kingdom of God. Hey, my labor's not in vain. Whatever I'm doing, if I'm tearing down a wall right here, hey, victory's happening over in China. I, I don't know what God's doing with what I'm giving him, but I'm trying to give him something to work with. Amen. I know he's not lazy. I know he doesn't sit around and and twiddle his thumbs. And so if I'm going to be the church, i got to move. i got to do something. i got to work for the kingdom of God. 
When I showed up today, I saw Camden over here with a vacuum cleaner. You know what he was doing? He was working for God. It wasn't just for this church. Man, I feel the witness of God right now. It wasn't just for this church. It's for the kingdom of God. When you're vacuuming that carpet, it's not just for this place right here. It's saying, God, this is your house. This is where we meet. I'm doing it for the kingdom of God. It has global effects when we work for the kingdom of God. Amen. We get together. God gives us a burden. We begin to pray. You don't know what you're praying. You're praying in the Holy Ghost. You don't know what you're dealing with. But God's putting your work to you somewhere, wherever He needs it. It might be in this city. might be in the neighboring city. I don't know. It might be across the nation, across the seas. You're part of something bigger. This isn't just this church. This isn't just a church. This is my church, Jesus said. I'm building my church. Well, praise the Lord. God is a God of action. He's a God of motion. Amen. And so, look back in the, in the Old Testament and uh, look back at Noah's Ark. Anybody not heard of Noah's Ark? Amen. Amen. We've heard of Noah's Ark. Amen. A great flood was coming. God said, build a boat. Build it big. Build it big enough to hold a lot. Amen. Because there's a flood coming. Flood. I've never even seen rain. What are you talking about? No, that ain't what Noah did. Noah went out and started getting wood together. He started working. He started, he started, he started um, putting to, to, to use what God had given him. And, and God told him, build a boat. He said, that's what I'm going to do. He said, I'm going to build it big, just like you said. So Noah built it, and he began to preach. He began to preach and said, the flood is coming. You better get in. The flood is coming. You better get in. There's water rising. Amen. They never seen rain, and it hadn't dropped. It wasn't no, there wasn't rain that hit the ground, but he's preaching, hey, there's a flood coming. You better get in the boat. There's, there's, there's judgment on its way. And uh, this, this ark was a type of the church. This, this, this ark, I want you to catch this. This ark was a type of this New Testament church that we're part of. And, and the Bible says there was only one door in the ark. There was only one door. There was only one way to get into that boat. There was only one way to be saved. They, they had to get into the ship if they wanted to be saved. And they had to get through that one door. We got two into this building right here. And, and, and it swings wide open into one, one big wide open door. There's only one door in the ark. There's only one way to get in. Peter, with the keys to the kingdom, said he's, um, he, he was given the keys to open the door to salvation. And Jesus said in John 10 and 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. He said, I, I'm not just one of the doors, but I am the door. I am the way. If you want to be saved, you've got to come through Jesus. Amen. And so the flood waters would rise. And people, you can, you can imagine as that boat was finished that day. And the doors were shut. And, the, and, and, and Noah and his family went into the boat. And those doors were shut behind them. And the waters began to, to, to rise. I want you to think about it. Those waters seemed like judgment, didn't they? Those waters, those waters come up from the deep and come from above, and all of a sudden the ground is covered, and, and all of a sudden the, the, the boat is, is it, you know, it's, it's, been, it's been stationary and supported, but now all of a sudden the water has gotten high enough to where it begins to shift a little bit. Amen. I, I, want, God, I want God to move me. 
God, I want you to know where I'm going. It, it's, it's, it's God that moves His church. Amen. And so, though the waters begin to rise, and I can just see, and it was a terrible day for those that did not get into the boat. So waters come up to their ankles, and they're blown away. They've never seen anything like it. They get up to their waist, and, and uh, I, 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 I've not come to preach judgment here today. I haven't come to preach that, but it's, it, 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 it must have been a traumatizing time as the water had begun to get so high that they began to claw their way up the side of that boat to the best of their ability. And I, I, can, I can visualize it. I can, I can see it as, as people are desperate to be saved, but the door is closed. Amen. Noah had told them, it's time to get in. It's time to go. There's, there's opportunity here. Amen. Now, now we, we look at that story as a story of judgment. But I, I want us to look at this a little bit different. Amen. Uh, the ship would have been nothing if it was not for the water that began to flood the earth. There would be no need for the ship if there had not been the moving of the water. Amen. 1 Peter 3 and 20, which sometimes were disobedient. When once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was preparing. God, God said, I'm going to wait because I'm built, I got a man building an ark. I got a man building a, a, a plan of salvation, if you will. And uh, the long-suffering of God waited, amen, while the ark was a preparing. Wherein few, the Bible says, by this ark that was prepared, few, that is eight souls, were saved by water. He's not saved by the structure. But God was saving His people from sin. And they were saved by... It was the water that rose that ark up off the earth. It was the water that moved that ark where God wanted it to go until the day that the water began to subside and God had brought his people where he wanted them to be. And uh, he didn't just leave that ark to fall over sideways in the middle of a desert somewhere when the water dissipated. He placed it just so because God had moved the ark with the water. The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you want to be saved, you better get yourself in God's church. But it's not, not, it's not just enough to come to church. Not just enough to get into a boat if there's no water moving you. Not enough to just go build your own boat. No, it's got to be built God's way. And it's going to be moved by God. No man is an island to himself. And you can't be saved without the church. And the church is being moved by the presence of God. You need a man of God in your life to preach to you. Amen. This is not my, my plan. This is not Brother Hilton's plan. This is, this is God's plan. Amen. I, I, it, you've got to have the voice of a man of God that will hear from God and talk to you and speak truth into your spirit. That's what God chose. Amen. Let's pray together right now, shall we?
Would you, would you just begin to pray and ask the Lord to help you right now? I want to come. I want to, I want to move on here, but I want, you to, I want you to pray. Open up your spirit. God, I love you. I can't hear you, church. Would you lift up your voice? I want to be easily moved by the presence of God, by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Just like he used Noah, he used Peter to preach to those who wanted to be saved. Paul would write in Ephesians 4 and 4, there is one body, one body, body of Christ, one spirit. What is that? That spirit brings life into the body, doesn't it? Amen. Not just enough to come and say, yeah, I'm, I go to church. No, we got to have the spirit uh, animating the body. Amen. One day when we die, we die because... It's not because we don't have a body. But one day when we die, it's because the Spirit leaves the body. Man, I don't want a dead church. I want the Spirit of God moving in our church. You must come through the door. You must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Jesus said, go teach all nations and baptize them in my name. Acts 1 and 5, for John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. What is that? It is the Spirit of God that's going to animate you and put life into you. It's going to connect you to the body. You'll be born into the family of God. Amen. As a church, we can't give anybody the Holy Ghost. I can't give it to you if you don't have it today. I believe you can have it before you leave, but it's not for me to give. I can't give you the Holy Ghost. But here's what I can do. I can pray and I can praise until the Spirit of the Lord comes into this room. We can worship together until the Spirit of God begins to move this church in the way it needs to go and begins to, to animate us until the environment is just right so somebody can walk through those doors and walk right up here and say, God, if you'll forgive me, I'll live for you for the rest of my life. I can't give you the Holy Ghost, but we can create an atmosphere where you can receive what God has for you. And you don't have to be dead in your sins, but God can raise you up to, to live in a heavenly place. Amen. There's deep currents in the Spirit that God has called the church to. The church has got to move when God moves. Otherwise, they cease to be the church. If you don't move with the prompting of the Lord, you've been amputated from the body. Amen. If a limb ceases to move, it's going to cause problems to the rest of the body. Amen. We've got to move when God says move. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise. I've come to challenge somebody. It's, it's, it's not time to just relax a little bit. Amen. It doesn't matter if you're the only one that shows up for a service. You've got to give it everything you've got. Amen. I've come to talk to, to the young people here. It's you got to come in here and just plug in. Not because, well, look, there's no, but no, it's you're part of the kingdom of God. And what you're doing is affecting the whole body. It, it's not just right here. It's what, what's going on is not just a localized event, but this is a part of God's church. 
And so when you worship and when you press on through, it doesn't matter what you see with your, with your physical eyes. God's taking care of business in the spiritual realm. He's the one that moves His church. And the question is, are you His church? Are you moving with Him? Are you being moved by the Spirit of the Lord? Are, are you letting God's Word find you where it's at and saying, God, I want you more than anything else? Hey, nothing else has worked. Why not give God the opportunity to move you past the decay of this world? Amen. You've tried everything else. Why not just let God begin to to, to direct your path and lay before you the direction He wants you to go? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus said, if you don't praise me, these rocks are going to cry out. If you don't move with the Spirit of God and the presence of God, God's going to raise up His own church. And you... Hallelujah. Amen. You're not predestined to be saved or lost, but the church is predestined to win. You hear me? If you, hey, we don't believe in predestination of the personal man, but we do believe the church is going to be triumphant. We know the church is predestined to win. And if you want to be saved, you got to get into the body because the body is going to move. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. There. We know the story of, uh, of that man that would lay by the pool of Bethesda, waiting for a certain time, certain season when the waters would begin to be troubled. Man, man, didn't, man couldn't go over there and shake the water. <laughs> it had to be God moving the water. Oh, my. I could, I, I could have walked over to the pool and got the water moving. And somebody goes, oh, wow, look, the water's moving. And they jump in the pool. Nothing would happen because I did it. But when the Spirit, oh, hallelujah, when the Spirit of God sweeps into a room and somebody feels the presence of God and recognizes, hey, the waters are troubled right now. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and get into a place where God is moving. The Bible says the first person into the water was, was made whole. Not just healed, but fixed. But the troubling part of this story was when the one who would trouble the waters showed up and says, I'm going to disrupt this season. Right now the waters at a certain season would be troubled. Right now they're not troubled. I'm going to show up out of season. And he found a man. He said, you want to be made whole? He said, oh, I do. And so Jesus told him, he said, he, he, well, he told Jesus, he said, I don't have any man to animate me. I don't have any man to move me. Jesus said, you don't, you don't need man to move you. You need God to move you. Oh, <laughs> You, we've had enough man-made religion to, to, to last us a lifetime. We don't need any more man-made environments. And, and we don't need, we don't need the, 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 the movement of man and the movement of, of man's creation to try to conjure up a move of God. No, Jesus said, you don't need a man to move you. He said, you want to be made whole? Get up. Now, how did he get up? 
Was it a man that picked him up? No, he didn't say, hey, hey, Luke, I need you to come pick this man up and help him get on his feet. No, because we don't need man to move us. We need the spirit to move us. He said, I want you to get up, rise, take up that bed that you've been laying on and walk. And God gave him the ability. God's going to give you the ability to be the church. He's going to animate you. He's going to put within you. He said, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you're going to receive power. So you don't have to wonder, well, where do I fit? And how do I, what do I do? And, and I don't really have anything. No, you just, you just come and vacuum. You just, whatever your hands find to do. You just come over here and you, and you just make sure the trash is picked up. And if that's all you know how to do, you just, hey, just do something. Let the Spirit of God begin to move you when you're laying at home at night and you're going, hmm, I wonder if, I wonder if, I wonder if they're doing that there at the church. I wonder if I could just touch up the paint, you know. What is that? It's God saying, hey, get up. Let's do something. Let's, let's move. Let's move. And you begin to step on out. The further you go, the more God gives you. Well, praise the Lord, I'm going to come to a close. But I've got to share with you, the church would not be anything without the leading of the Holy Ghost. Ezekiel 47. Ezekiel's in a, having a vision. And there was waters coming out from the temple, from the threshold. And uh, the Bible says, brought, then brought he me. Out of the way of the gate northward. And led me about the way. Without unto the outer gate. By the way that the Lord. That looketh eastward. And behold. There ran out waters. On the, on the right side. And the man that had the line in his hand. Went forth eastward. He measured a thousand cubits. And he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankles. He said that the man with the line in his hand. He measured out. And he brought me to, to shallow waters. The waters are flowing, but there was shallow water. And it was up to the ankles. And he measured again, and, and he brought me to, to waters that would come up to my knees. And again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters were to the loins. And afterward, he measured a thousand. And it was a river that I could not pass over. For the waters were risen, waters to swim in. A river that could not be passed over. If you try to do things on your own, you're in the ankle deep water. You've got to get to a place where God can pull you out into a deep place. Where you are out of control. You can't control your direction. He moved the man out, Ezekiel, out to the place where he couldn't touch bottom anymore. Now, you think about this, and I, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to wrap. I've told you I was long-winded, didn't I? No. I could, brother, I could, you're bigger than I am. You're taller. You've got a wider stance. And I, I, uh, I would be hard-pressed if your feet are on the ground and you're, you're standing like that. Go ahead if you don't mind. We'll just, I mean, we've got a minute. Hallelujah. Just, just stand facing that way and, and, and just get secure. Now, I, I could push. I've got all my weight on him. Right? But because he's got his feet on the ground, I can't move him. 
But it doesn't matter how big you are. Thank you. It doesn't matter how big a person is. If they get into deep waters where they can't touch the ground. And they can't resist anymore. My little boy right there could go over there and push them. And they'd be easily moved. You want to see God do the miraculous? You quit trying to dictate what, it, what he does. You quit trying to, to have security. No, you get, you get into a place where God can say, hey, just, just go over there. He just whispered in your ear. Just, just move here. It's when the Spirit of God is able to move us that we go where God wants us to go. Amen. He said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? He brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. When I had returned, behold, at the brink of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other. He said unto me, These waters issued out toward the east country. Go down into the desert. That's where these deep waters will take you. They'll take you to a dry place. With people that, that are dry and they're needing, they're needing the rivers of living water. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord will move you to people that need what you've got. He said these waters, they go down to the desert and go into the sea. Which being brought forth into the sea, the water shall be healed. Talking about that old dead sea where nothing could live. But when these waters to swim in take you there. The waters are going to be healed. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth whithersoever, the rivers shall come. Wherever the waters flow, shall live. There shall be a great multitude of fish. There's never been fish in the, in the Dead Sea. Fish can't live. It's too salty. It's, he said, wherever the waters go, the impossible is going to happen. There shall be a great multitude of fish because these waters shall come thither. They shall be healed and everything shall live whether, whither the river cometh. God has direction for the church. Do you want to be a part of the church? Do you want to be easily moved? Hey Amen. It's time we get our eyes off this world and get focused on the kingdom of God. Amen. We've had enough heartache and pain. Why don't, we, why don't we turn our attention to something bigger? Amen. The church is heading to a place of unprecedented revival. And it is dictated by the moving of the Spirit of God. If you want to experience that and be a part of that, it's time to get in the boat. It's time to get in and let's go. Get in and let's go. Praise the Lord. Now, I've come, to, I've come to reach somebody today, and I'm coming to a close. Jesus showed up one day in Galilee, there the Gadarenes, and, uh, and he showed up, and there's this man full of devils. That, that man ran to him, a man full of devils. I don't feel anybody's full of devils today. Which means you're in better shape than this guy. Right? The devils couldn't keep him from getting to Jesus. What's blocking you? He got, he got there. The Bible says in Luke chapter 8. 
Luke chapter 8. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him. With a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God, most high? I beseech thee, torment me not. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For oftentimes it had caught him. And he was kept bound with chains and in fetters. And he broke the bands and was driven of the devil to the wilderness. The devil likes dry. He likes dead. He doesn't want you to be touched by the Spirit of God moving. He doesn't want those healing waters to flow. He's running from that, from that river that would bring life to that person. The devil's driving him into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, what is thy name? He said, Legion, because the devils were entered into him. And he besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. And there was a herd of many swine feeding on the mountain. And they besought him that he would not suffer them, or that he would suffer them to Enter into them, and he suffered them. When the devils were gone out and entered into the swine, the herd ran violently down into the place, into the lake, and were choked. You see, even, even pigs know. If you want to get rid of devils, you've got to get into the water. If you want to get rid of some baggage... You've got to get to where the water can move you. Would you stand with me as we come to a close? Even the pigs know if you want to get rid of your background, if you want to get rid of your past, if you want to get rid of that nasty driving force that would drive you to a desert place, you've got to get into the water. I don't know what you're here for. I don't know what you've come for. But I've come to talk to a church, the body of Christ. It's time to get in. It's time to move. It's time, it's time to get behind this man of God and just whatever God wants us to do, we want to be a part of it. Whatever, wherever God moves us, wh- however the service goes, it doesn't matter what song. If we don't have to sing my favorite song, I'm still going to worship. We don't, we don't have to sing and uh, the, the things that really get me going. I don't need man-made movement. I need the Spirit of God. I don't need another service where somebody has to conjure up an emotional uh, roller coaster ride to get me excited about things. No, I need the sovereign move of God to sweep through this place and to touch my mind and let me, let me be moved by His power. And if He says, hey, don't go there, I'm saying, I'm, wherever you lead me, God, I'm going to follow. Where the Spirit's moving, that's where I'm going to go. Where, wherever God is pushing, wherever God is prodding me to go, that's the direction I'm going to be easily moved. Not because I've got my feet grounded in shallow water, but because I've jumped off into the deep end. I said, God, move me wherever you... Hallelujah. I don't know what you need, but it's time, to, it's time to jump into the deep end and say, God, I'm available to be moved easily by your presence. Come on, would you close your eyes and lift up your hands right now? You can't do it your way and be saved. That's not the way you get into the church, but if you'll repent. 
Oh, I need somebody with the Holy Ghost to help me right now. If you'll repent of your sins and say, God, take me to the deep water. Take me to the deep end. Take me to where you can easily move me. I want to be a part of a church that's moved by the Spirit of God. Oh, God, breathe upon me. Touch me. Move me. Help me. Oh, yes. Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Come on, don't drag your feet when God wants to move. Don't drag your feet when God's trying to move you in a direction. If God's prompting you right now, let's be easily moved by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If you're intimidated to come and pray around the front, you ought to say, God, just move me. I'll, I'll go wherever you want me to go. Amen. I'm, in, I'm opening this front for everybody that wants to pray right now. Let the Spirit of the Lord move into this house in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, come on. Don't, don't stop the intensity. We're not going to be moved by man. I'm not going to cheerlead you. But I'm wanting you to understand the Spirit of the Lord is moving into this room right now. Right now to touch you. I'm inviting you. Don't be intimidated. I'm inviting everybody to come to the front. In Jesus' name. Amen. While the waters are troubled, while the waters are moving by the Spirit of the Lord, you ought to, you ought to get in. Back then it was for one person at a time, but now it's for whosoever will. Let them come and drink from the rivers of life freely. Oh, yes, Jesus. Oh, yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Come on, would you help us right here? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I believe you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, Come on, church, let's move with the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, move on us. Spirit of the living God, move on us. Fall fresh on us right now. Fall fresh on us right now. Come on, I'm asking each and every one of us to close our eyes and to begin to be moved by the Spirit of God. Let Him move you in your prayer. Let Him move you in what you do. Let yourself respond to the Spirit of the Lord. Don't be rooted and grounded where you're at. Let God move you out of your place. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I believe you, Lord. <laughs> I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, yes.
Oh, God, I want to be a part of your church. I want to be a part of your presence, your power, your anointing, God. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. Come on, whatever you need, God has it. Whatever you're facing, God knows the solution. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord.
follow anywhere you open up the door let me know your wisdom show me things I've never seen before Lord I want to be your witness you can take what's wrong and make it So day stars shine down on me. Let your love shine through me in the night. Can we sing this together? Oh, sing and lead me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. I'll follow anywhere you open up the I've never seen before. Oh, Lord, I want to be a witness. You can take what's wrong and make it right. All right. Oh, and they start shining down on me. Let your love shine through me in the night. Amen. Is that how you feel this morning? Can you lift your hands to the Lord and just let him know, God, I want you to lead me. Every day of my life, I want to be led of your spirit, Jesus. I need your anointing, God. I need your guidance, Lord. I want your spirit leading every footstep. God, I want to be moved by you, Jesus. I want to be led by you, Jesus. Oh, there is no one like you, Savior. There's no one like you, Savior. Oh, I magnify you, Jesus. I magnify you, Jesus. There is no one that compares to your excellent greatness. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts today. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts. Oh, you're so good to us. Hallelujah. He is so good to us. Thank you, Brother Short, for preaching to us. Get in. Let's go. Let's let's go. Amen. It's it's time for us to get in and let God have His way. Time for us to get in and take our hands off the controls. I I'm not going to preach another message, but just as He's talking, all I can think of, I've been talking about the fire comes and it tries the house that you're building for the Lord. And he began to talk about how when you get in too deep, even the smallest of us can control and get us moving. I wonder what it would be like when we get into the deep. We can't, we can't control everything. We're not in control no more. He's in control. He's, he's directing the current. He's taking us to the right place. But when he directs, wherever he directs, 
wherever that river touches brings life. And there may be some things in my life that have been dead for quite some time that needs to be resurrected in my soul. But we, we haven't seen it because we, we, we're keeping a hold of the reins. We're not letting him take us to the deep. I've got to abide in the deep. I've got to, I've got to let him have control of my life. I don't, I don't want to leave, live this life dissatisfied with where I'm at. I refuse. I've got to have him in control. I've tried to be the one in control before. I promise you, it didn't work out very well for me. I don't want to find myself in that boat again. But I want to find myself in the hands of the Lord. I want him to, I want the, the master, uh, I want him to take me and I want him to mold me to what he needs me to be. When he said it's time to go, I want to go. The Israelites, when the cloud moved, they had to move. Even if it was the fire at nighttime, if it started moving, they had to pack up and start moving with it. When God moves, it's important that we get up and move. Man, I've, I've preached it. I've taught it. My goodness, what a message we've heard this morning. Get in on this. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Amen. The Holy Ghost is bidding us. You know, maybe the, that's the reason some of us feel like we're, we're losing control of what's going on in our life. God's saying, hey, why don't you just trust me for a little while? Let me take control. I know you don't understand where we're going. He looked at Abraham and he said, hey, get out from your kindred. I'm not telling you where you're going, but I'll lead you there. I don't have the ultimate destination other than heaven. I know I, I want to be, I want to make it to heaven. That's my goal. But here on earth, God's got plans and, and places he wants to take each and every one of us. As a church, he wants to take us to places. But we've got to be willing not be the one in control. Let God be. Amen. God bless you all. I love you. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for responding to the preached word of God. Amen. The word of God going forth is the most important part of the service until it's time for you to respond. And then your response becomes the most important part of the service. Amen. Let's never stop responding to the word of God. Amen. He'll work in our midst. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, amen. remember those that are sick. Keep them in your prayers. And, uh, just uh, keep in mind this week, um, this, sat this coming Saturday, we'll be here working again, uh, trying to get things organized, get it ready. Uh, Brother Mays, last I heard, he's going to be here next week. replace our electric panel that's in there. Uh, we only have one more slot for a dual breaker, so he's going to come in and he's going to replace that, that panel that we have with a bigger panel that God blessed us with through him and his connections, and I'm thankful for that, that he's going to be here the first week of September to do that, 
So I want to have everything ready and out of his way so he can get that done. As soon as he gets that done, then we're going to be coming back. Uh, we have some appliances uh, that Jason, Brother Jason and, and Kim, um, they are they're helping us with. And we're going to have uh, also trying to figure out what, what else we're going to do over there, getting the carpet, all that um, ready to go in there. Again, we're trying to have this 100% done by the week of September 20th, so we got about a month um, at this point, and uh, we'll be busy on, on Saturday, Saturdays, so um, every bit of help that we can get is much, much appreciated. Thank you to everybody that showed up yesterday and helped us out. Uh, I understand that things happen and people have to work, stuff like that, so uh, the more people we get helping, we were done Tearing everything down, what, three-something yesterday, three or four o'clock? I think I got home at four o'clock. Um, so um, many hands make light work, is what they say. So as much help as we can get is much appreciated. And we're going to be repainting the room, putting different carpet down in there, and uh, just several other things. And uh, wanting to make it nice, a nice place for us to spend time together. Um, it's going to be a bit more spacious, um, but we also, uh, my wife reminded me yesterday of a conversation that I totally forgot about, and uh, now I've got to figure out what else we're going to do uh, with the kitchen area, so we'll, uh, we'll make those announcements as the days come. <coughs> anyway, um, if anybody's available this week, uh, probably going to be Friday afternoon or whatever I can make available or make somebody can help me take the trailer to the dump to help me dump that. There's a lot of stuff with packed floor to ceiling, almost front to back. If there's any spot in there that's not full, it's going to be a very small area. Um, we got a lot of stuff in there yesterday, so um, if you could help me, um, one or two guys could, or whoever could help me take Go with me to the dump, and we'll we'll unload the trailer and do that. So just get in, get in touch with me. You know how to get a hold of me. God bless you all. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something else. Oh, I am forgetting the offering. <coughs> you want to help me, brother, in this? All right. Now let's pray over the offering, and then we'll pray a dismissal prayer around the same same time. Lord, we love you. God, we thank you for the opportunity that we had today to hear your voice one more time. God, I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, that you would help us, Lord, to cling on to what we heard today, God, and that we could take it home with us. Lord, don't let us leave it here. God, let us, let us, let this thing impact us this entire week. God, I pray that you would bless today those, this offering, bless the gift and the giver. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Well, um, all right. Um, I don't know of anything else. Let me look at the list here. 